Hi, it's Taylor. Quickly jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we've changed our name and are now Sisters Assemble. You can find our updated social handles in the show notes. Enjoy the show! Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories. Today we will be discussing Loki Episode 3. Katie, take it away with our spoiler warning. Okay, so as, of course, any other episode, if you have not yet watched Loki Episode 3, please, 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 don't listen to us right now, (laughs) but do come back, but go watch the show and then come back, listen to our thoughts afterwards. But once again, if you haven't watched the episode yet, do not listen to this because we will be talking about things that happen in the episode. All right, let's talk about the thing I think that caught our attention right away that we were super excited about, which was the kind of techno music that came over the Avengers <laughs> <laughs> logo and, you know, the, the was the common, you know, Avengers intro that normally plays the theme song, everybody gets hype. Today it was replaced with some pretty cool techno. I was really here for it. It felt very Loki, very on brand. I enjoyed it very much. Well, and I will say, I think I, it at least happened in one of the other episodes that they had overdone the music with the different type, but it wasn't the techno. It was kind of like, it it reminded me of I think it was Endgame or it was Infinity it was Infinity War because that was before yeah, you knew everything hit the fan and I remember sitting there watching it going oh god this is wasn't not it good. silent yeah, it was like either silent or it had very like lulling music that just yeah and, and I think because I think Endgame was silent one of like I know one of them was silent one I don't of remember yeah which one and you just knew it was going to be bad and I know I feel like Loki had one of those I, I don't know if it was episode one or episode two. But the techno music I was here for as well. I was I was vibing. I just felt like what a bad like there couldn't be a better way to introduce me to a show about <laughs> Loki than like some seriously good techno. Not to mention, and I know I said this to you immediately, I was like, this is Ragnarok vibes right it here. Really is. <laughs> Like, 100% I felt Ragnarok in that moment. And it just makes it so much better because that's my favorite movie with Loki in it. I just felt like it's like they brought Taika in as a music consultant for one episode. And he was like, okay, here's what we're doing. Oh, I just immediately had some spice. I could only think about the Grandmaster. And that's all like and and the scene of his when they're trying to escape and it's his party ship or whatever. <laughs> that is one of my favorite scenes in honestly cinematic history and so good. I, Jeff that's Goldblum. that's all I could think of. He's not even the, in the scene. No. Well, he, he he's like, like narrating in the background. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my party ship. <laughs> and it's just it's perfect. So that was great. Now, did it match the episode? Not at all. No! <laughs> I was ready for some shenanigans. We did not get the level of shenanigans. Okay, except for the Loki singing scene, which we'll get to later. Yes. But other than that, the shenanigans were at low levels, which I, you know, I'll i get into how I felt about that later. Well, but. let's get into it right now. Let's just talk about how do we feel about episode three. <sighs> I said this to you a few minutes ago. I feel like two, they like hit a green light and they were like, gas, 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 gas. And then three, they were like, oh crap, red, cop, break, 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 break. And I, I now I am very blunt and I, I, I will say it how it is. I truly, I was a little disappointed. Be, only because, uh, did I love the, like, especially the last 10 minutes? Of course. Yes, that was great. 
but I was so ready for this episode after last episode. And don't get me wrong, it was good. I just think maybe my expectations were higher for it than it came into being. It was a filler episode. Let's call it what it was. Like, I know anybody who happens to be a Marvel Star Wars fan crossover person, you know that those happen in The Mandalorian all the time. Like, those little side quest episodes. That's what this felt like. Like, ooh, I don't think they even really mentioned once the fact that they created a multiverse and the TVA was like well, and I'm not freaking sure. out. Like that was not even like I'm not sure they addressed. even fully like understand the degree of what happened there. But I do I do I just mean the show, not the oh, characters. Right, right, like the right. show not really other than like Oh that this whole yeah the we few just, minutes like, we were in the kind TVA. of completely ignored what happened in yeah. episode two. It was like again like a Mandalorian style side adventure. Don't get me wrong, love the Mandalorian, but like they have it was filler episodes that, that with the that's uh, what yeah. this was. It was okay they ended up on this planet that's about to blow up granted they ended up on the planet because well it was going to blow up like well no i mean she had it pre-programmed to go to those kind of places where she could hide away in a destruction you wouldn't know can we take a pause for a second why don't you tell everybody what you found out the interesting little tidbit about this particular moon oh yes this planet, I moon. think... It's a moon. It was well, being... Wasn't it a moon crashing into them, or was it a planet? It was a planet crashing into the moon. Oh, okay. It definitely looked like a moon crashing into them, but... You know. I'm like 99% sure they said they were on a moon. Okay, moon slash planet. Either way, the little system. The the area they were on that was going to be destru- destroyed. Yeah, wow. English. Woo! I, I did that in front of my boss today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just like, oh my goodness, let me start again is actually on the edge of Cree territory, which is pretty interesting if you want to bring into the possibility of the Cree. And we know who is the most famous semi-Cree, Captain Marvel. So now we've got a little bit of uh, tie-in in different ways to some characters that seemed a little more unrelated to Loki, shall we say. But I will say I think it's interesting, they're in the future, pretty far. I said this, about mm-hmm. 50 years in the future. So, I don't know how she ages, but that would be kind of interesting considering how she has... How does one who's, you know, pretty much made of cosmic energy age? I mean, she looks pretty great considering she looks the exact same she did in the 90s oh, that's that she true. did in So she definitely has to age, like, yeah, and, and Monica grew up, so she definitely, Yeah, like, she went from a 9-year-old kid to, like, a 25-year-old lady, and... Yeah, and if Carl not even, uh, even exactly a little older, so it's, yeah. like, only because I was... A lot of the characters were, like... Early 30s, yeah. Yeah, seemed around in that area. So, yeah, definitely she doesn't age normally. So, who knows? Carol's probably around there somewhere. Yeah. Well, who knows? Because she's got a massive universe to protect and, you know, didn't understand Her Thanos was happening the first time. So bitterness is showing. Sorry. I... I... We're not going to bring up. We're, we're, we're getting on a tangent. We're Let's not going to, br- we're not going to bring up Captain Marvel and I don't, but I am going to just preface it by saying I don't want people to be all like, oh, the issues with her because everyone's like, oh, you have issues because you're being misogynistic. Not at all. I truly just wasn't sold by the movie. Promise that's really my true reason. Wasn't sold by it. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it till my third watch, I'm not gonna lie. I, I just think she came in too late, and I think the movie, when it was in between two beautiful pieces of work, just didn't didn't bring the same joy. Because wasn't Ant-Man and the Wasp right then, too? And, yeah. every, and that kind of, like, not flopped, but didn't do that great. It got lost. Yeah, because it was just, yeah. Anyway, back to Loki. Anyway, moving on from that, let's discuss, because this is kind of the elephant in the room, Lady Loki, Enchantress, who's this person? Who is she? Uh, Sylvie. She's going by a lot of names. Everyone's calling her everything else. 
So I know we said last week we were with everyone else going, oh, Lady Loki. <laughs> and the then, most obvious thing because we didn't think they were going to trick us again. Actually, we did, but then we were like, oh, crap. Yeah. So I know I did mention in the blog, obviously, she's more the Enchantress once I did a little more, you know, even going on social media, and which made sense. Now, I'm going to say, I knew that there were a couple different characters she could have been. It's just everyone was saying Lady Loki, so I was like, well, if that's what's going on, then okay. <laughs> My god, it's what's-his-face all over again. Yeah, I know. Mephisto. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, You know, the day that they actually do bring him in is going to be so funny because the entirety of the MCU fandom has been sitting here since the second or third episode of WandaVision. They're like, Mephisto's here. That's Mephisto. The fly is Mephisto. <laughs> we will break the internet. That the day that Mephisto finally appears in the MCU, but so she is technically the Enchantress mm-hmm. who goes by Sylvie. So but she's also kind of she's got a little bit of Lady Loki in her. So it's yes. it's like I would say my interpretation is like seventy percent Enchantress, thirty percent Lady Loki. Yeah, I would like definitely... they kind of combine the two characters a little bit, which wouldn't be the first time they've done this. But so, it would be a shame, only because this would be a great area to bring in Lady Loki because of the variants. Lady Loki is super cool. Yeah. So I would kind of hope that that's not really going to be the outcome so that at least maybe there's still an opening. You just got a shocked look on your face. What is going on? Okay, so I was doing a medium-sized dive on Lady Loki earlier. Not Sorry, not Lady Loki, Enchantress. And I was thinking, or I was reading about how she's in love with Thor, and, like, that's, like, a whole thing. Well, now that we've introduced her and Thor has a movie coming out, all I'm saying is it opens up the door for that particular Not to mention the movie is quite literally called Thor Love and Thunder. (laughs) Just saying, we may have, um, I don't know, broken something here. Well, actually... Uh, That was a great segue into something I said right before we started recording. I said, well, now that he's not with the TVA, he meaning Loki, is not technically with the TVA, technically that doesn't mean that he couldn't go back to either his timeline or to any timeline at some point and be reunited with Thor. Now, I know Tom Hiddleston has said he is not in Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, but... (laughs) Andrew Garfield also said he's not in Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. No Way Home? No Way Home. home. I wish they wouldn't have done that because I cannot keep track. (laughs) But But we all know that's a lie. True. But I did also bring up they plan to have future seasons. So that doesn't rule out the fact that he could at some point. Chris Hemsworth cameo. I would love to see the brothers back together, but whatever. I Um, love (laughs) You brought up the TVA. Let's talk about the biggest reveal of this episode other than Loki's sexuality. Which, yay! Pride Month! Loki is bisexual! Woo! In all his forms. Running around in my pink, purple, and blue right now. Um. (laughs) But other than that, the biggest reveal is that everyone who works for the TVA... Including our dear Mobius M. Mobius. Which makes me feel so much better. Don't even, like... Is a variant. It makes me feel better about him for working for that organization. So, here's my issue. Obviously, they wiped their mind at some point because They're they... mega evil. Yeah, because... It's confirmed. Well, have I not been, like, spewing the narrative that they're sketch? I literally have been spewing this narrative everywhere. Since the pre-episode. I was like, episode. yo, I don't trust any kind of organization, <laughs> especially in Marvel... 
Not so, when they gave us shield and then blew up shields from the inside. Because we Hydra like, literally grew within them for years. Also, and let's no talk about the last time we were faced with the government in a Marvel property when Sharon Carter was given her pardon and then Oh screw her! But I don't even gonna get started on But that. then works from the inside to sell weapons. So like corruption. Basically every governmental organization, including the people who were trying the their name escapes me, the people who were trying to relocate all the refugees after the the blip. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Basically, if you're a governmental or quasi-governmental organization in the MCU... And you're sketchy. You're trash and you're evil. Yeah, I'm glad that we came up with different words for that. (laughs) There were a lot of synonyms we could use, and these were the mild ones. But, okay, once again, I just want to point out, I was correct. And I don't get to say that very often, (laughs) because... You remember WandaVision. That was so bad. That was a trip. So, I don't even want to... I just... I need to revel in the fact that I was correct. And I didn't think it would be so, revealed so quickly. Um, I really didn't. But... You had to think that we're halfway through. Yeah, but it still feels, like, really quick to me. I don't know why. But I saw it coming, but I didn't think that was what was going to happen. But I wanted to... This is something I know I said to you as soon as we... Like, that scene happened. I said, okay, so that means... Because you had said, oh, that means Mobius lied. And then I said, no, Mobius also didn't know. He straight up believes them. That's the worst part. Man's, and, and okay, and they have pieces of the old memory. That's why he loves jet skis. <gasps> ah! It's yeah. not just because he thinks they're the perfect combination of form and function. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. That's a piece of his old memory that, like, he probably can't explain why he loves it as much as he. Like, he thinks it's just because he, like, how great this form and function. (laughs) (laughs) But it's probably because he. Honestly, I wonder if that's part of how he became a variant. Something happened with. Yeah. Anyway, um, so obviously, at some point, they wipe parts of their memory. Because or all of it. He literally thought he was made for this job. Well, I mean, that's almost... Wait. That's almost like putting pieces into their head more than anything, than wiping it. That's giving them false memories. No. He just woke up one day and was working for the TVA and he yeah. can't remember anything more. But... For before. I don't know. I, I feel like it has to do... Like, I mean... No, like, if you think about it... If I woke up one day and knew nothing but I was working, I I would not have been like, I was made for this. I just would have been like, well, okay, I guess this is somewhat normal, but I wouldn't have been like... No, 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 here's how I'm viewing it. Well, someone told him the timekeepers made them all specifically to work, Right, here's how I'm imagining this goes, right? In my head, you're wiped of all your memories, and then you go to TVA orientation, where they tell you that you (laughs) were... It's like the good place. Yeah, right? That's exactly what I'm imagining. Like, a good place level orientation, where they're like, you're dead, but actually they're like, you're alive and you were created for this job and blah, 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 blah. And then you just start the job and then you make your hundreds of years of memory. So I guess the new question is, would they have wiped Loki or was there a reason they were keeping him around as a variant? Here's a question to your question because your question... Are you going to raise my question? ...brought something up to me. Okay. If, if their variants... Yeah. How do they not know... How do they not see other variants get their minds wiped? Or did they just get a bunch of variants all at once and make them, like, TVA people? Do you know what I'm saying? Because if well, I, I think were it's a hard TVA because... agent and I saw someone get their memory wiped, I'd be like, wait, did that happen to me? No, there ha- there's a key... This is my answer to this. And I'm... I could be wrong. This is literally my answer to this. <laughs> how I... Your horses. How... Katie herself will answer this. 
There's a key group of people, like there isn't any organization that knows everything. The judge is one of them. And I'm going to keep calling her the judge because I... Ramona Renslayer. I'm still going to call her the judge. I'll, I'll call her Judge RR, like Judge Judy, JJ. I'll call her RR. <laughs> um, we were watching Judge We're going to do a little bit of a deep... We were. <laughs> right before we put on Logie, because that's how we spend our evenings. Um, we haven't quite uh, come out of our pandemic quarantine <laughs> all the way tell. yet. As you could tell. Um, <laughs> we will do a, a baby deep dive on um, Ramona Renslayer RR. in a minute. Um, because she has some interesting ties as well, and to a character that is confirmed for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. But anyway, continue with your Um, thoughts. but I mean, she's definitely one of them. And the timekeepers. Well, obviously the timekeepers, because they're the actual, like, full villains of all this. But she is one of them, for sure, and I'm sure she probably has a core group. I wonder almost, oh, she wasn't in this episode, but she's the one that Loki was with in the second episode, and then... she's hilarious, No, she's so funny. (laughs) Like, her and Mobius and Loki is like my no, trio of her. fun but i almost wonder like someone like her who is so you know what i mean just the clearly li- believes in the cause yeah i i and it might not i'm not saying her specifically but maybe someone similar to her in a similar position there's definitely core people in the tva who know what's actually going on and are probably the people responsible for all of that because think about what do they normally do with the variants supposedly they get rid of them, but I'm sure they take them to a room and they wipe them or... I guess my question just is, like, if you're one of the Minutemen who brought them in or the agent who brought them in, wouldn't you be like, hey, that new TVA agent looks a lot like that variant I brought in last week. Like, that's where... Oh, I see what you mean. Like, I break down a little. Well, I wonder if they don't just, like, start them off right away and they kind of... Because, I mean, think about it. Like, I wouldn't remember someone even a month so later. So maybe if they're, like, more in, like, <clears throat> like a janitorial services or, like, an administrative type role where they're maybe not as visible to some of the field agents. Is that what you're saying? Or even just in general, they keep them away for, like, somewhere. Like, keep them somewhere for Yeah, because I guess if you're bit. getting, like, a variant a week or a couple variants a week. Which I'm sure week, you are. Like, are you really going to remember the face of every single variant? Exactly. So I almost wonder, you know, if they do something like that. Because, I mean, it's either that or literally every time they bring a new variant in and they mess with their mind, they mess with everyone's to not, or at least the people who saw them to not. Yeah, like, what Recognize them. The mission, but that wouldn't work That doesn't well. make sense yeah. because they know their missions. Yeah. So. Speaking of the timekeepers. Jeez. We also did a baby deep dive on those guys. We were doing a lot of reading while we we had a, a, a pause that we needed to take between um, watching the show yeah. and, and recording Just today. so we're less likely to need to add more to the blog every week. Yes. Where we have to clarify things that we said or we changed our minds. I, I'd, I'd rather add to something than fi- have to fix it. So, I have this book called the Marvel Encyclopedia, and I was doing a little reading on the Timekeepers today on their entry, and it's not a very long entry, but there were some really important words in there. Like, for example, the fact that the Timekeepers, in order to keep themselves, I guess, in power, or whatever, whatever their motive was, I don't exactly remember, they basically were like, we have to quash all of these alternate realities. Right. So, like, the TVA... They want to stop these alternate realities before they begin. But Which I'm is talking kind like of what they explained at the very, very beginning. Right. But I read that entry as these alternate realities already exist 
and they're trying to, like, I'm talking redlined, redlined. So almost every, you're almost saying that everything we know, this, <laughs> this will be the most. Everything we know, you mean those, like, negative five facts? You, no, this will be the most Marvel thing that, that I say. Everything we know is not correct. Shocker. I'm so surprised. Once again, one no. vision. <laughs> I'm saying, like, say, like, the, the, we're past where we are right now in the show. Okay. Where we've got alternate realities, like variant timelines that Oh, redlined. all this, okay, so like we're maybe an episode or two further, or even at the season finale. Yeah, and they've okay. redlined, and we officially have a multiverse. Right. That the Timekeepers fought against the Avengers, and I believe Kang the Conqueror, one of the versions of Kang the Conqueror was in there at least, Amortis and, and or Kang. Um, but we're going to talk about Kang in a second. And they were trying to destroy all these alternate realities, basically to keep themselves in power, I believe. And they were fighting against Nexus beings like the Scarlet Witch. Now, where have we heard Love of my Scarlet life. Witch and Nexus put together? We also saw it in Loki. Yep, and her show, well, in yeah. that commercial, in her hex, also known as her little Nexus event. Or so. also known as Westview, um, us Westviewians still exist inside of it. She lives rent-free in my mind. <laughs> so that's just a little, little bit on those guys. So they could end up being a major, major antagonist in a movie I mean, like Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> Quantumania, in which... Kang the Conqueror, okay. who is a um, very uh, close associate with our Judge R.R. Ramona Renslayer. No, you're supposed to just say Judge R.R. You're not that, that um, point. You I, don't need to say her name. I did yours, <laughs> and then how I refer to her, um, Ramona, Ravona, Judge R.R. There, I'm yeah, there we um, go. <laughs> Judge R.R. and Kang the Conqueror are like a thing, and they're very close. Uh, in some timelines, they're together; in others, they're not. Which well, she is why seems it's a little very ambiguous. close to the timekeepers too. So, um, so all I'm saying is there's a lot of um, Kang the Conqueror references. He who is also confirmed for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So it seems like we're moving in a very um, Ant Man Ant Man and the Wasp setup-y direction, along with potentially the Multiverse of Madness. Loki, this show is a big freaking deal. Okay, well, if you're gonna talk about Ant Man and the Wasp, is she in this? Ant- did you say Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Okay. I was like, that's my understanding of the title. Well, just because wasn't the second one Ant Man and the Wasp? That's why I was yes, like, but wait. now they added Colum Quantumania. Okay, okay, that's what. So where does the whole quantum realm fit into the multiverse don't, and fit don't, into the don't, time? Don't, 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 Since we had no. to have the discussion about where the timelines, and then all no. of a sudden they were like, the timelines and all of that, anything that isn't this, the sacred timeline has to be a multiverse. Okay, well then where's the, like, the entire quantum realm? Isn't the quantum... That's how normal people time travel. But then... Hello, TVA. I need Marvel to just come out with a beautiful little statement and just say, this is I what we're doing. I need an infographic. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, for aesthetic and all that, give me an infographic. Can I put but... it up on my wall so I can study it and still not understand it? Please? Yeah, I'd at least rather be like, okay, this is what they're thinking. Versus what? <laughs> okay, I know at one point people talked about the quantum realm looking a whole heck of a lot like... Um, Oh, that really big, ugly, purple-faced guy. Dormammu! Yes, Dormammu's... I've come to bargain. Dark realm? So, I think I said this to you. 
I've also read it other places. Okay, well, like, I you're not the only person I talk about Marvel well, to. Obviously, but I think I've brought this up to you, or I've at least been one of the people who have sent you an article about it. Because I, re- I feel like I remember this. Either way, there may be... Wait, a- I'm not the only person you talk Marvel to. Why does that surprise That's you? That's so offensive. Am I the only person you talk about Marvel to? Yeah, pretty much. To be fair, friends. Jeez. To be fair, none of my friends. I mean, I have like maybe. Okay, one of my friends just watched all the movies for the first time. Oh my god! But she's not hardcore into it. She's just like, well, now I've seen them, and I'm like, great. Oh my god! The only person is my roommate who. I haven't seen, I mean, like, I obviously just saw her, but prior to that, I hadn't seen her in a year because of COVID, so kind of been down on it. Steve Jobs. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where does this come from? No, no, just just follow me here. He created this thing called the iPhone that has this thing called FaceTime. She has been very careful with COVID and all that, so she also, like, when things were going on, wasn't really paying attention to social media stuff because she just wasn't worried about it. She was worried about COVID. This isn't social media. This is watching yes, television. But That's all we all did for the past 15 listen, months. Uh, pff, we did, but she got into arts and crafts. Well, good for her. You can do that while watching TV. I yeah, no, I, listen, I completely Wars. understand all my friends have failed me, but my point... <laughs> my point is being, I'm a little offended. <laughs> anyway, back to Dormammu and the Quantum Realm. Um... It's entirely possible the quantum realm has a space-related um, element oh, to it. <laughs> so um, is space, like, its own thing? Um, no, space and time are, like, together. They're, like, good friends. <laughs> <laughs> are they friends because... from work? <laughs> yes, clearly. I, um, I, I'm literally already confused. I don't Just know. don't talk to me about the next, like, five You're the movies. one who brought up the the way the quantum realm ties into the Well, timeline. you brought up Ant-Man and the Wasp and the quantum realm, so I was, was like, this relevant. seems... So did the question yeah, I had. Your question hurt my brain. <laughs> I mean, it felt like my question was a really good segue. It was. It was. I just don't know how to answer that, and that really frustrates me. Uh, I know. I... Okay. Besides that fact, back to the whole TVA. Obviously... Loki is not going to work for them now that he knows nothing the issues with them. Once again, I bring back the fact that means that he will, especially oh my gosh, with multiverse, free Mobius. But especially with the fact that a bunch of multiverses are being made, and one of them is on Asgard. Whether or not we see them running around into the different multiverses, did we talk? Last time about all of the different places where the multiverse. I we didn't, but I talked about it in the blog. So check out the blog, guys, um, because I we did talk about some of the key places, but we will bring it up right now. Considering one of them is Asgard, uh, the most important one. One of them is Vormir. Okay, Natasha's and, back. Uh, okay, you said that really, really like you believed it, and I just can't bring myself to do that. Yeah, I've heard rumors, and we're gonna get a little meta here. I've heard rumors she's on tap for another couple movies, <gasps> and or some other okay, appearances. Don't, wait, don't really though. <laughs> so because you know what, I've been hearing for months like Chris is in and out of stuff, to, and I'm like Evans, Chris Evans, for the fact that there are like seven thousand. Also Chris's. known as Steven Rogers, Captain America. Yes. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. A little belated, just turned forty. Anyway, <laughs> um, Dodger's dad turned forty. <laughs> But 
I hope that scene we see in the trailer is heard. Now, you brought up a good point. They've doctored trailers before. Yeah. So, I guess, to, to take that back a couple steps, because we just had a conversation about this that we didn't give you guys any context. Because we, just, <laughs> we just continued that conversation. Um, we were talking about specifically the scene this episode where they're on that to-be-soon-destroyed moon Lamentous planet. one. Thank you. And they're sitting on a rock, and they kind of have a little heart-to-heart after she, like, scream exploded, which, like, we've all been there, honey. Weird, like, okay. no, I really... Well, like, I under, <laughs> I under, like, I understood it, but it just... it just. I mean, I don't mean green sparks. Yeah, I was like, the whole hand, match. Like, I was like, girl, what are you doing? I do understand the screaming into the air um, vibe. We've all been there. But yeah. anyway, so she has her little screamy moment, and then Loki, they kind of have this cute little... Um, Wait, I just want to ask this question. I'm sorry, I totally, <laughs> I totally know you're on a roll. I here. am really on a but, roll. So they're both variants, obviously, but to some degree, are they related? Pause, because <laughs> we have to talk about my confusion related to her entire existence in a bit. Okay, great. Um, so we're going to table that for a moment so great. I can talk about my trailer doctoring theory. Um, so anyway, so they're on this this rock, and it seemed like the perfect setup for that oh, scene. Oh, I, I said it. We, I said, yes. oh, God, tell me this is the yes, scene, and it's the not scene Natasha. that we've seen in the trailers where he's sitting on the rock next to a lady who has hair about Sylvie's length, but it seems very red. Very red. But and it that's also, also is Nat's on, hair length. Wait. Um... <laughs> Just stop! I am on a roll! It is also in a very um, colored purple planet. Why are you laughing so hard? I'm sorry, I didn't keep going. Anyway, great. I'm just trying to get a point across. So, anyway, so it seemed like a really good setup for that scene, and then it didn't happen. And so. <laughs> stop! I'm sorry. I don't even know why I'm you're good keep going you keep going they're on the rock over here there is a purple colored planetoid experience (laughs) am i ever gonna get to make this point or are you just gonna chill it's really smart guys i I was fine until you were like planetoid and then i just kept going my vocabulary makes you laugh anyway (laughs) um it seemed like a, long story short, I'm going to give it to you in 10 seconds, seemed like a good setup for what that scene was in the trailer, but I'm now thinking that maybe that scene doesn't exist, and it is a fake scene a la Infinity War, now I'm going to take a break and laugh for a while. <laughs> like, it actually hurts like my abs, I don't even know why I'm laughing, I think it's just you trying so hard to tell this story. I'm just trying to keep us on the rails here, I man. just, I think that's what it is, and it just has me dying. Um, anyway, I don't know what you said. <laughs> I wasn't listening. It was I, basically a rehashing of our conversation about the fake trailers. Okay, great. I do hope everyone else knew what she was saying, because I was completely in a different mental state at that moment. Um... I still am going to hold out hope. The thing I was going to interrupt you with initially was if it is... Okay. If one of the variant pieces is going to Vormir, and we're like, oh, okay, and then we have that scene in the trailer theoretically saying it is Does that the mean scene. Gamora's still alive? <laughs> we're not even going to try that. Um, this is more of a to what we know. Um, Nat's hair is short 
and curly, similar similar to Avengers one. Mm-hmm. Not her hair uh, and, and age of Ultron. It doesn't look like how yeah. she looked like when she was in Vormir. Doesn't look like Infinity War. Doesn't look like Winter Soldier or Iron Man era. It's either Age of Ultron or Avengers. So, which is interesting because Loki is also right out of 2012. So, what if somehow time got messed up there? That could be one of the variants because one of the other variants. (laughs) (laughs) You really stressed me out. (laughs) Now you're doing it to me. Um, You had me so stressed out. (laughs) I was just wanted so badly. It was like two words. But one of the little very blob thingies, I don't even know what they are, but one of the little time thingies is also going to New York. Did it say that? One of them is New York. Yeah. Um, also, just a quick little thing. You did not discuss this, but Hala, a.k.a. the Cree homeworld, um, is also one of the variants. I did forget to mention that one. Um, I mentioned some of the ones that people would recognize right away. Um, obviously Asgard was self-explanatory, but I, I mentioned, like, Ego, for example, mm-hmm. Titan. Some that, that might have seemed very... That alive. If Ego even exists... Oh. Unless they're talking about a variant that happens at a point in time in which the planet was still... Oh, don't even. Let's not even try. <laughs> Let's not try to explain that. But, yeah, so one of the variants does go to New York, so I almost wonder... If that's not that scene where, like, the world looks blown up... Oh, wait, it's not. It, no, Stark Tower is in the background. So, yeah, it has to be New York. I was going to say, what if they're on that the moon-slash-planet they're on right now? But Because that blows up. Mm-hmm. But they're on... I also didn't see any water. Wasn't there water in it, that scene but it's in the also, trailer? I don't think so, but it, Stark oh. Tower's in the back. Yeah, or, no, at I the time, that, yeah. Wait, is it Stark Tower or Avengers Tower? Because that's also probably important. To understand, I don't even... Well, it could be either one in 2012, because Stark Tower oh, loses all of its letters yet. throughout the... Right, and yeah. it wasn't yet Avengers. Okay. So gotcha. if it's just the A, it could be just post-Battle of New York, or if it has the full name, it could be... No, it's enough that you can make out what it is. I'm, I just haven't watched the trailer since the show came on. Same. So, and I do remember being enough that you could read what the word was, but I couldn't... Okay, then it's probably either pre or during... Battle of New York. Okay. But, yeah, so I'm not gonna write off the fact that there's a possibility of her, especially with that hair now that I think about it, just because there could be a variant where she ended up some for some reason. I mean, the space stone takes you anywhere. That's how Red Skull ended up there. Yeah, you're right. You're no, right. I know I'm right, but that... Keep that in mind. That's how Red Skull ended up on Vormir. So... Maybe there's a variant where she instead picks up the Tesseract or something, and for some reason it takes her or something, or she, you know, I don't know how that whole thing works, if all you have to do is, like, think of a place, but she wouldn't know Vormir, but... I don't think that Red Skull, okay, so I just, just kind of went, right? Like the first Avenger, he just kind of picks it up and is like, oh my god, And no! then, it and just then like, all of a sudden yeah. he's, like, on Vormir, so... So maybe that... <clears throat> Yeah, because it has to happen, and the only reason I point that out again is because this Loki is out of 2012, Yeah, which would be interesting. So if, if she is if going to be here... she's from New York, Gamora, real Gamora, 2018 Gamora, is on Vormir. Depending on when we're on Vormir, though, because But we, the variant could be from at any point on Vormir. So it's either Nat or it's Gamora. So then there's going to be two Gamoras. 
Okay, well, let's not even... 2014 rolling around I think around our best there. idea is not to even try to bring Gamora into this right now, and we have absolutely no clue what we're going to see, even if this is not. You know what I mean? This is just a thought process. I was taking your thought I, process I think, one step further. I think our, our best bet would be, like, say this becomes confirmed, say, next episode, then maybe it's time to be, okay, where might Gamora fit into this? Thing is, is I don't want to theorize on top of a theory on top of another theory. <laughs> It just is going to get into a deep, dark hole very quickly and bring us right back to Endgame. So I feel it, and I want to avoid that because I'm so tired. (laughs) Okay, so if we're going to stop going down that little rabbit hole, let's talk a little bit about Lady Loki. I'm sorry, Enchantress, Sylvie, whatever you want to call her. Let's just call her Sylvie. I feel like that's our best bet. That's what she wants to be called. So we talked about whether or not she and Loki are related. You brought that up. My real question is this. She has a whole lifetime's worth of memories. Yeah. So, at what point did she deviate from our Loki? Like, birth? Well, it's interesting because I believe... Okay. It's kind of difficult. If we go off of the Sylvie storyline, she, I believe, is created by Loki. But that's a whole different... It has to do with when Asgard is all of a sudden over Oklahoma. It's a weird... (laughs) Sylvie Sylvie is a real... Like, she wasn't created by Loki. She was given powers by Loki. That's what I meant. I meant, like, that's what Mm. I was... I I kind of, like, skipped that step in my head and explaining it, but it was there. Yeah, she's a real person given powers by Loki. From Oklahoma, which makes sense, because Asgard was, you know... Over Oklahoma. Taking up residence over their skies. And all their citizens were being re born on earth anyway um it's a whole thing yeah so you know i almost wonder if that's a possibility because but we haven't seen asgard reborn like to me no but a variant we don't need to see asgard reborn to be like maybe loki had some weird stint in oklahoma to be fair he she has been running around time so we don't know how old she really is and loki doesn't age normally either he's a god it could have been I like, think a he long would have remembered ago. if he created this person, though. Yeah, but she would have been little. And, like I said... But he think he thought she was him. Well, so that's because... But that's Loki being told that... Think about that. That's the whole thing. He probably would never have thought that had the TVA not been like, the variant's you. <laughs> you know, like, he literally guess, was being told it. I just don't think they're gonna deep cut it that far i think she is a variant of him i'm just like not really sure how that works like because she would have she like clearly like i said had a whole life she has a mother she doesn't remember she is this she is that like she was adopted (laughs) yeah like but she knew she's a frost giant yeah so like how was she allowed to grow up to an adult well she said she's been on the run from the tba for since she was little so she clearly from the get-go just so is that how her mother was killed i don't know i didn't what's her mother killed she said she only has memories of her mother like flashes of memory i just kind of assumed her mother gave her up i didn't think much of that i just kind of thought i was assuming she meant her adoptive mother because loki was talking about frigga Oh, uh, I guess I didn't really think about it that way. I just kind of, like, I know Loki was adopted, but, like, I hope this makes sense. This is my thought process with that. I 100% see Frigga as Loki's mom, but do not see Odin as, I, I see Odin as his, like, adopted dad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think it, 
I think that makes sense because we don't ever we, see Loki's real mom. So. Yeah, we don't ever see yeah. his birth mother, but we see Luffy and we yeah. know what Luffy and looks like. And he has such a connection to Frigga that it's Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean when like yeah, he's sad when Odin dies, but he doesn't go he, like, ballistic the way he well, I mean which yeah. part of that might be because, you know, he's responsible for Frigga's death. But I also think but, he had well, he didn't fully know that at the time. He found that out more so now that he was going like in the future going to but he didn't super realize right like at the time that he had led them right to him i mean i think he had to put two and two together that he led them up the stairs into the residence of the castle and all of a sudden now his mom's dead in her bedroom like that's not a tough leap to make regardless i think um it's interesting that she does have such a backstory and she does know that she's a frost giant so did she ever end up ever planet they're from oh uh jotunheim yeah i just rewatched uh, the first thor movie so i've got all the words. no i i <clears throat> couldn't remember it and it, i would have come to me eventually but so does she eventually travel there like she once again this comes back to the initial thought i had after episode one before we knew about sylvie and all that who she was she obviously has had a run-in with the tba before she had to have now had it when she was little because they would have come after her. Somewhere she became a variant. She would have been a prime example of someone that they could make into a TVA agent. Because she's a small, impressionable child. Right. So, somewhere in that time that she's in the TVA, because she obviously had been, that, that's how she knows their technology. That has to be how. Because or she, because she's been hunted by them for so long. Like, you get to know your enemy, right? Yeah, I just think... <laughs> Imagine the fact that she essentially grew up in the TBA. But also you're not you're not remembering that she can play with your memories. So mm-hmm. she could have literally Did learned she know by that? osmosis. She taught herself. Right. When? I'm sure along the way. Well, right. And then all she had to do was touch somebody once she figured it out. Who do you think she practiced right. on? We're on the sa- we're, we're on the same plane though. That's my point. Why are you arguing with me? Well, no, you really kind of started bringing it out that I was, like, you were trying to, like, refute me, you know? (laughs) We're on the same plane. My point being, I almost wonder if, because she was a variant, but she was obviously a kid, they weren't going to sit there and kill her, but they probably couldn't quite make her a TVA agent or anything of that sort yet. She's a child. They can't send a child out into the field in any way, shape, or form. So... Wouldn't be the first time. Well... But I truly do wonder if she, to an extent, grew up in the TVA, and that's when, and she was able to start figuring out she had power. I don't know, because she doesn't say she knew she had powers right away. She just was like, I taught myself. So, I don't know, maybe if she, and I don't know, did research, she's in the TVA. She has all sorts of, of knowledge at her ex- expense, because she probably and doesn't feel And she calls Loki like- a variant at one point. Well, be- she feels like she's the true Sylvie, but you know the well, true because she owner probably grew up and identity. it didn't feel like she was a variant because she was so young. I wonder then is her grand scheme to get the timekeepers? I think we talked about this last episode to get the timekeepers to make her the primary Loki Sylvie, whatever you want to, however you want to say it, like the primary owner of that. I think identity. she has her own um, story though. You know, I, I'm But I'm not saying making really her story the sacred timeline and making our Lokis 
story yeah, at the I'm not end. sure she is Zar Loki. Because she doesn't want to be called it. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, she's considered a variant because our Loki is the sacred timeline, right? But that's with you saying that they're one of the same. But, but that's how the TVA views them. They are two sides of the same coin. They are the same per, they are two people occupying one spot on the sacred timeline. Right. But, but I'm saying she wants to. not? But they, she's a variant. So is he. My I'm point, talking, no, 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 I'm not talking our Loki in the show. I'm talking our Loki period in the movies. The sacred timeline Loki. Yeah. Right, okay. So there are, there's Loki, who is viewed by the TVA and the timekeepers as the, the right way, right? Whatever you want to call it. Part of the sacred timeline should be, everything that happens yeah. to him should be. She is other. She is not. She is not supposed to be. So I'm wondering if her end goal is to replace Loki in his history with her history, making her fill that identity on okay. the sacred timeline. Two things. One, I definitely said this last week. That's what I thought we said. Um, well, I said well, I said, didn't we say talk about this said last week? Hella, but two, that's still saying that they're the same person. You're not listening to me. No, but, but I'm saying I get your point, but she that's saying that she's a variant of Loki. What if she is not? She might not be. She might be. There might be a Sylvie out there that is hers. She might not be Loki. They just thought she was. But the, <clears throat> the only reason they would have come after her is because she started a variant timeline. If she was a person who was supposed right, but to be what a if person. She, what, but this goes back to, say she grew up in the TVA, or at least spent quite a bit of time in the TVA. She was clearly a child when she became a variant. So, she, so you just said she's a variant. Like I didn't say she wasn't a variant. That's not my point. You're, my point is, I don't. she might not be a variant of Loki. You're saying she's a variant of Loki. I'm saying she might be a... She has... She remembers being a frost giant. She knows she's adopted. The, the parallels are too similar for her not to be a variant of Loki. Who else in the universe is like, yeah, I was a, born a frost well, giant, but then the Asgardians adopted me. Well, like, didn't you say she's also the second enchantress, which means there's a first enchantress? In the comics. Do you really think they're going to go that deep But I'm us? just saying. I don't. In, in a moment I like refuse. this, I feel like you have to almost run down all the possibilities. And it's completely possible that she's not, at this point, like technically a variant of Loki. I don't because subscribe to she that also be what idea. I get well but think about it this way she became a variant when she was a child which means kid Loki somewhere stepped off that's how that would have had to have happened yeah he was the god of mischief right and I get he's shape-shifting but how do you become a girl gender fluid and he's like a god who cares as a Child, he was like, I'm going, I'm now a variant, and I decide to be a girl. Maybe that's how he became a variant. I don't know. I just, that, that's a little weird to me. That does just, I don't know. Not that specifically, but just, like... The whole becoming a variant as a child? Well, just the whole becoming a variant, especially knowing that the TVA is essentially all variants, so why are these two the exception? Nobody else has magic. Oh, I cannot believe that. Not in the TVA. Do you? Th I think they killed the powerful ones. They kill the powerful... Because Peggy Carter, she may not be magical, but she's a powerful lady. I don't see her running around the TVA anymore, do you? 
Well, that also was just a possible Easter egg. I'm just That's saying. Not saying. I'm just like, saying. <laughs> they weren't going to be like, ex- here's Peggy. <laughs> if you extract, I'm just saying, maybe they take the powerful and the knowledgeable and the ones who have a special set of skills or magic or whatever it might be. Like, if there were a Doctor Strange variant, I cannot yeah. think that they would be like, oh, yeah, but let's my keep the super powerful person around who knows all our secrets. With that is, any good evil organization knows especially if they're mind wiping people that if you mind wipe a super powerful person they become your little favorite play toy and they are now your little powerful person okay let me rebut you both loki and enchantress slash sylvie have mind controlling powers right and have and loki has made it a point to say that wait where's loki's mind control he doesn't have mind control i know he did it with the scepter yeah, so he but, doesn't have it. But he, okay, let me back, 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 okay, let me take a step back. <sighs> he may not be able to mind control, but he has said multiple times the reason she can't control him is because he has a strong mind, because he practices magic. He's yeah. protected his mind from tampering. Right. So, she controls minds, he's got a super strong mind in terms of defense from outside forces, so they would be two people who would not be candidates for... TV, like, TVA mind wipes because of their nature. I mean, I guess. I guess it's also, we don't really know the whole, like, mind wipe story, so how powerful is it? How, like, how does it work? We don't really know the background to that. So, once again, I feel like we're building a theory off a theory. Um, one last thing I do need to no- bring up before anything, as we're kind of talking about power. Um, Loki's powers? What the heck? Now, let me just say, I am so happy because he is one of the most powerful in the comics. He literally sits there, I know there's one, I don't remember what story exactly, where he's with Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch and they're just having a good old heyday of fighting things and I I don't know the whole story. Sorcerer Well, I know the whole story, but not off the top of my head at the present moment. Um, he is one of the most powerful. He has been greatly downplayed in the MCU along with other characters, but we will not bring that in right now. Um... And finally, the show is like, oh, by the way, here's all his extra powers. He shoots the green stuff now, which we've never seen before. Which he also, stopped that massive just, building from falling, can, which, which was really cool. Um, I just, I just want to point out, this is like mere weeks from when the Hulk picked him up and <laughs> smashed him around like a Wait, rag doll. That's really valid, actually. I know because we never see his powers anywhere in the sacred timeline, but he's doing it like he always... Yeah. Even, like... Okay, so I just watched Avengers two nights ago, and last night I kind of split it. Um, he... There's a scene where he's on the balcony of Stark Tower with Thor. Yeah. This is pre-Hulk smash. And they're, like... he Hulk, They're fighting. Yeah. yeah, they're fighting. Fist to fist, scepter to hammer. At no point does Loki get a Hulk... Hulk... Thor off of him by pew pew and push back. Yeah, that's a that's kind of definitely a little bit of a plot, plot hole. Um, just because I mean, yeah, because where would he have literally learned this? Like, it, it's it seems second nature to him to have reacted the way he does. Also, why didn't he use it against the animals? <sighs> well, that's what I mean. It's almost like if it wasn't the fact. Like, okay, if it wasn't the way it was, I would say, oh, because Sacred Timeline Loki never learned he had those powers. But the thing is, is, like, we don't ever see a moment where he's, like, like, literally all they would have had to do was put in a moment where he's, like, I never knew I could do that. And then, boom, 
solve the entire issue. The but- only workaround, and this one's a stretch, is that time moves differently in the TVA. So yeah, potentially it's that. been a thousand years since the Avengers fight. It wasn't that. last week. It was a thousand years ago. That's the only way but I even then, being explained away. We don't ever see him use... Because he can't use his powers in the TVA. And he's spent most of his time so far in the TVA. And when he wasn't in the TVA, he was surrounded by TVA agents where he was also not using his magic. I don't know, man. I was just trying to... No, I, I thought the same thing, but that's the, almost the answer to it and, and that I would think. Like, you can't really explain it that way only because he couldn't have used his magic. That's why I said all you had to do was do a throwaway line the first time he did it and just be like, whoa, I never knew I could do that. Yeah. Boom. Never been, a, never been a plot hole. And, or even then when he, like, Because I feel like say, we saw that with Wanda. When yeah. she was like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah, she was from? like, oh, okay, all this power, what the heck is going on? Um, that's what I mean. Like, I literally, they could have done that. Even with the building falling, like, even if Sylvia just said something there, too, and been like, did you know you could do that, too? And he was just was like, no. Like, literally, boom. Two simple little... Like, one-liners almost. Oh, same. (laughs) But, like, two almost very simple one-liners. But let's talk about that scene really quick. Because did he put the building back together, or did he move it back in time? Like, Doctor Strange style with the stone. Because that's what that reminded me of. Ooh, I didn't catch that. That reminded... Because he put it right back the way it was. And it was falling. So did he just happen to put it back up? Or was it similar to the whole... You know, oh, with I interpret it. No, I know what you're saying. Or Strange did it in what was it, the Tokyo Sanctum? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I totally see what you're saying. I interpreted it the first time, and you're. I really like your your analysis there. But when I w- read it, I w- read it and inter- watched it. Whew, there we go. Again. Try again. When I watched it, <laughs> um, I interpreted it as oh, he just moved the building that like like like. Fit, like force field almost he force field right. it back because he went like you're you guys can't see this but i'm doing an arm motion where he kind of pushes it back and almost like there's a uh, a field of energy coming out of him pushing right. the building back which would have made going sense to me uh and i kind of like i thought about that. then i i was like wait a second it would have made sense that the building like crumbled but it went right back to standing straight back you know what i mean which is why i was like huh that reminds me a lot of time or strange with the time stone because it's that almost back to exactly how it was yeah. not to mention there's <laughs> granted everything was blowing up but that could have created a variant of its own because that building was not supposed to be up <laughs> but whatever um but yeah i just wanted to bring up his powers especially but a, like specifically that scene because that was that was weird that was weird oh my god just look you have time manipulation powers because well think about it too sylvie sat there and said she taught herself her powers it's very possible that he did it that's the only issue that i have with the variant has all these powers that our loki never did that's the only problem i have with it because if you literally just want to throw those one-liners in there it would have been like oh he's learning new powers that he never was put in enough of a position before to use because loki didn't use a lot of powers past the first avengers you know like he did some stuff, but, like, he didn't do a ton without, you know, so, I don't know. That was just, I needed to bring that up. No, that was a good point. Um, I'm glad we didn't forget that, because yeah. that was kind of a big deal that, like, 
because it happened in the last five minutes, I feel like it's easy to miss or gloss over, like, while a thousand things are well, blowing up or being, Okay, you, know, you want to really quick talk about the last five minutes. Um, the episode ended, and they didn't get the energy from the Ark. The Ark actually fell apart, which is how the Ark never got off of the planet. They find that out now. Their initial plan was supposed to be the Ark was... They were going to make the Ark get off. Um, which I would have so, loved to know. I really... I said to you in the middle of the episode, who's on the Ark that's going to survive? Right. That's going to, you know... I'm trying to think of people who are from, like, is it some important Cree person? But, like, it, well, like I also pointed I mean, out, that we were now, also 50 but, years mm-hmm. in the future. So even if it was it somebody... It could still be a Cree. Well, yeah, but even if it was somebody, it wouldn't affect our timeline now. It wouldn't no, be No, but it could just be a cool to. character. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's another point I wanted to really quick bring up, too, was just, like, okay, so the plan didn't work, and then the episode ended. <laughs> yeah. So, he's so, um, trapped on this moon that's about to go boom, boom. And he has no way off. So yeah. is there going to be a magical tesseract that shows up? Um, alternatively, uh, what if... So she created all those um, variant timelines. What if just as this particular boom boom's about to happen, that becomes a variant and it hits the red line and it becomes a multiverse? Yeah, like, what if it then... doesn't have to happen, right? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Because she created a bunch of a bunch of variants. So what if, you know, not all of them were listed on the board. What if this was one of them and something different is going to happen? Yeah, but I happening. feel like if it was going to happen differently, it would have happened before most of the planet was falling apart. Not necessarily. Especially because she seemed very calculating in where she sent them. And she didn't seem like she knew it was there. This was one of her hideouts, and you have to remember that. So she, every time in time and things as as it happened, that moon slash planet thing is supposed to blow up. Right, I get that. I'm just saying it's possible. I'm just trying to figure out, like, hypothetically, how could they get off there without... Well, they're going to obviously, obviously have to. Right. But I don't think it can be possible that they make a variant. Do you think Mobius and Mobius is going to come for him? I almost wonder, because I would think they must have an idea of where they went. Um, but either way, I mean, they also are two magical beings. Maybe if they put their heads together instead of arguing with each other half the time, Well, they Loki might. <laughs> in the comics can travel interdimensionally. So I almost himself. wonder if we can figure something out there. I honestly, for a second, if we hadn't been in the future, would have just been like, he's gonna call Heimdall. But then I was I'm like, oh, dead. I was like, oh, I totally forgot we're in the future, and there's literally no Asgard <laughs> to also, summon no him. Heimdall. Well, yeah, but there's also no Asgard to even, like, have the Bifrost, Bifrost tour. Yeah, but the Bifrost doesn't necessarily have to go to Asgard. Yeah, but still. Because, like, he sends... He's not gonna send that risk right... Or, send that risk because you were saying send he's not going to take that risk right now because he's 50 years in the future right i'm and just no I'm actually just 60 the years point in the that future he saved heimdall saved hulk by sending him to earth well right but with the bifrost that was also in 2018 how does that work now 50 years later you know you gotta i, just I didn't understand of... how the bifrost worked in 2011 2012 whenever thor the dark world came out or 2018, yeah. so I sure as heck am not going to understand the Bifrost now. Well, either way, I know they're obviously going to get off. It's not like we're only yeah. going in episode four. I mean, I shouldn't say only. We are halfway done. Um, I don't want to talk about that because there is not an announcement for a next one. 
a next series. Well, and it's also really sad that Black Widow is coming out in the middle of it because it's like you can't even fully get hyped for something else to come because Black Widow is overlapping with something you already have. Like, you have content. Why are you smashing other content on top of it? So then we don't have a movie until Shang-Chi. Which, to be fair, is the second... Is like the first weekend in September. Well, right, so it's like, but that's still dry for two months when you at least could have had... It's really maybe, only six weeks. Okay, but you still could have had Black Widow come out like even in August. No, I mean, I agree with you. Know? you. I'm just saying it's not like, like we've gone six weeks before. Yeah. No, I know, but... Anywho, I think we've touched on, to my knowledge, everything that really happened in this episode. Yeah. I think we hit the stuff that you and I were kind of discussing during the episode, and then yeah. we kind of, like, gave each other the crazy eyes about, so... <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you catch that, too? <laughs> Holy crap. Oh my god. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, except for the one thing that I enjoyed potentially most of all, drunk Loki. Oh, you mean when he did a callback to Thor with another? Yes. Yeah. Also, um, Loki's singing. Yeah, no, that was a great scene, and I, I thought it was so funny she wakes up and he's freaking life of the party, but also, once again, um, Ragnarok vibes. <laughs> I think we've now touched on everything, if you're, if you're good with I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so, Loki episode three, that's it. That's a wrap for that. I mean, next week, of course, next Wednesday, we have Loki episode four. Um, as I said before, we are now more than halfway. Also next week, it's going to be an extra long episode, so get your ears ready, because we will not only be breaking down Loki episode 4, but also doing an extra special episode where we give our previews and our predictions of Black Widow's solo movie, which comes out on July 9th. 9th. But we will be watching it Thursday night, so expect by, I would say, the next, the following Saturday, while you guys are all watching it Friday and Saturday, our episode for it will be airing with our initial reactions and thoughts and just everything we have to say about it. Yeah, so to break it down and to recap, all that's coming down the pipeline next week, we're going to do an episode four of Loki Breakdown Plus are super awesome predictions related to Black Widow. Then, the following week, we're going to drop our episode on Saturday instead of the usual Friday because we will include not only Loki Episode 5 breakdowns, but our initial reactions to Black Widow. So be prepared for double headers, essentially. Yeah. Some extra <laughs> long episodes, so charge the AirPods, charge the phones, do what you gotta do. We're in for some good stuff. Yeah, a lot of content in the next two weeks. Yes. So that is officially a wrap now that we've talked about everything coming down the pike. Please remember to give our podcast a subscribe. Please give it a like, a comment, share with your friends, and don't forget to follow the blog. And as always, also make sure you guys check out our Twitter. Like I said last week, I do love to interact with all of you guys, and I love to retweet everyone's memes, um, especially especially the Loki memes. They're great. And so I'm very excited. Please feel free to always be in contact. Tweet at us. We will tweet back. And that is, of course, Let's Talk MFT. And as always, once again, keep up with the Loki episodes and be prepared to keep up with Black Widow. Make sure you guys are going out there and watch it because Marvel just blew your mind. So let's talk about it.